right, today is the mid-book break. That simply means we're taking a week out of our scheduled episode of Exodus to talk about the middle of the chapter. You know, we're at the middle now. After chapter 40, we're in the middle. And we have 20 more chapters. After chapter 20, we have 20 more chapters to do. So yeah, we're in the middle of Exodus right now. And I just want to take some time to reflect on the things that we've already learned and things that we've already seen in the book of Exodus. We had a lot of promises that happened and a lot of different things that went on. So let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from Psalm 141 verse 3. It says, Lord, set up a guard for my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. All right. So in chapter one, we see Sapphira and Pua save Egypt, save Israel from Pharaoh by lying to Pharaoh, telling them that, hey, um, you know, we can't kill the babies because as midwives, Israel's having their babies too quick. Then we see Pharaoh uh, command his armies to kill the babies. In chapter two, we see Jokshbet, Moses's mother, save him from the hand of Pharaoh by making him a mini ark, putting him in the river, Pharaoh's daughter finding him. We also see Moses kill a man when he grows older and then run away from Pharaoh's presence because Pharaoh seeks to kill him. And then we see Moses land in Midian and marry Zipporah, having a son named Gershom. In chapter three, Moses goes to the burning bush and talks to God. Moses tries to avoid uh, going to Pharaoh and God still chooses him to go. In verse in chapter four, God shows him the miraculous signs that he can do through him and how he can go to uh, Pharaoh. And then God tells him, hey, take Aaron with you since you, you think you since you can't talk and Aaron will talk for you. Then Moses goes back to Egypt and he meets up with Aaron. In chapter five, Moses goes to Pharaoh. Pharaoh is angry that Moses tries to deliver his people. And then the work is increased to the Israelites and they bad talk Moses. And then in verse chapter six, we see God promised the freedom again to the people. We see the genealogy of Moses and Aaron and finally hear Moses's mother's name. And then we see Moses and Aaron go before Pharaoh again. Then we see in chapter seven, the first plague, which is the the water turned into blood, the Nile River, and then Egypt has to dig, uh, I don't know, around, they say by the river to get fresh water from the river because the whole river is turned to blood. Chapter eight, we see that the plague of frogs, which happens, And then they, after the frogs die, they pile them up into giant heaps, which smell really bad. And then we see the gnats come, which are just everywhere. And then the swarm of flies. I hate flies. I just want y'all to know that. I really hate flies. These are all three plagues that we see in chapter eight. In chapter, let's go, come on. Chapter nine, we see the death of the livestock. And then they get boils. The people of Egypt get boils on their skin. And then we see the hail with ice in them or lightning going through them, which kill anything that's outside. And then in chapter 10, we see the plague of the locusts, which come and devour nearly everything. And then we see the ninth plague of darkness, which covers the entire world, covers the entire land of Egypt. And Goshen is the only place that there is no darkness. Chapter 11, God prepares 
uh, Moses and all the people before the 10th plague comes, the, the plague of the death of the firstborn, because earlier in the book, God tells Pharaoh that Israel is his firstborn and he should let them go. But Pharaoh refuses. And chapter 12, God gives them instructions for Passover and how they should cover the blood of put blood on their doorpost to avoid uh, the angel of death coming and killing their children. And then at midnight, the large cry comes and the people are freed. God, Moses gives them more instruction and the people go before their bread can even rise. In chapter 13, Moses is God tells Moses to consecrate every firstborn son because of the firstborn that he killed in Egypt. And then they start marching out of Egypt because Pharaoh let them go, you know, after his son died. And then in chapter 14, God tells them to turn camp so that Egypt can pursue. And Pharaoh will say, yo, they're looking confused. They're just going all around. They don't even know where they're going. And then Egypt pursues them. The people are afraid. And God's like, Moses, don't be afraid. Do the miracle that I tell you to do. Moses splits the Red Sea and the people escape. And then in chapter fifth, and then, you know, Pharaoh tries to pursue, but God twists the chariots and all of them fall into the river, the uh, sea, and it's closed up. Chapter 15 is basically a psalm to the Lord celebrating how he saved them from uh, the hand of Pharaoh. And then we see that they come to Myra and there's bitter water and the people are mad and are like, what are we going to drink after God had just done some miracles for them? And then they get uh, fresh water when they put a plant into the water. Verses 16, the people complain about food and they say, uh, here's what they say in uh, verse three, verse, yeah, verse three of chapter 16 like verse three B, I'll say instead, they say, instead, you brought us into this wilderness to make us to make this whole assembly die of hunger. That's exactly what they say. Word for word, bar for bar. They say, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, when we sat by pots of meat and ate all the bread we wanted. So, yeah, we see them complain. God provides quail in the evening and, and manna with the dew in the morning. And they have instructions on how much they should have and how much they shouldn't take. And then in verse 17, the people complain about water again. And God provides water through the rock. And Moses names the place arguing and... Hold on, where does he name it? Moses names the place... I'm sorry, y'all, I'm looking for it. Yeah. So he names the place uh, complaining and testing, testing and complaining because they tested and complained against the Lord. And then we see the Amalekites attack and Aaron and her lift up the hands of Moses and they prevail against the Amalekites and Joshua leads them in that battle. And then in verse 18, chapter 18, we see Jethro visit. And after he sees Moses judge the people by himself, he gives him a plan of action to only bring the more major cases to Moses and have trustworthy men take over the lower cases. And then, and then in verse 19, and then in verse, and then in chapter 19, we see in the third month on the same day, uh, Israel goes to Sinai. 
in Israel goes to Sinai, the wilderness of Sinai. Moses goes up the mountain, tells the God tells the people to get consecrated so that God can come down. And then the Lord comes down and there is smoke everywhere and there is fog. And then in chapter 20, we see the Ten Commandments come and the people are afraid of God and all the noise and lightning that he gives. And they tell Moses, you know what? You talk to God for yourself and we will just listen when God speaks to you. And again, I just want to emphasize. So, yeah, that's what we've seen throughout these chapters. And I just want to emphasize again the the the. I don't know what to say about them, how Israel acts. They complain about everything. Basically, after they get out of Egypt, literally in chapter 16, they complain about water. What are we going to drink? This water is bitter. After God has split the Red Sea and they worshiped him and saw what he had done. And as usual, you know what I'm going to say? I complain about them, but honestly, that that reflects me and us as people. That reflect, I'm, I'm, you know what? If you think it doesn't reflect you, it reflects me as a person. It reflects my unwillingness to let go of the things that I do and to trust God with every, all my heart because he, he is trustworthy and he does do what he's supposed says he's going to do. But it reflects me as a person and how no matter what God does for me, sometimes I find myself complaining about the simple things in life, even though God's freed me from even higher things. And then it shows the audacity of Israel when they even said, you know, uh, if only we died, the Lord killed us in Egypt, even though they cried to the Lord and the Lord heard their cry and delivered them from where they wanted to be delivered from. And they were complaining when the work was more. But now they're saying, if only God had killed us in Egypt when we used to eat all the meat we wanted and had all the bread we wanted all day. Let's not forget the afflictions that we face before we are with Christ entirely and before we connected to him with our whole hearts. But yeah, you know, I've already said all of that. So yeah, we've seen all this happen and I can't guarantee y'all it's going to get better in the second half. If you've already read the book of Exodus before, you already know where this is going. <laughs> you already know what's going to happen after Moses comes down the mountain and you already know what he's going to do when he gets down there. So yeah, it's a lot that's going to happen later on in these chapters. And I think it's very interesting that these things are going to happen. So let me know what's your what's been your favorite chapter so far. You can text me at 662-371-8877. So yeah, let me know what you've liked in Exodus and let me know how, you know, the things that you enjoy in the book or the things that you like about the book. So yeah, this has been the mid book break. How have I been doing in school? I've been doing all right. We're in finals week next week and we've got Exodus 21 next week. So pray that I get all that done in time so that we can actually, you know, have an episode. If we don't, you know why we're not having an episode next week. And if we do, I'll see you next week. Only time will tell. The Lord knows the future and I know the past. (laughs) I don't know the future. I know the present too. So does God. God is everywhere. Anyway, that was my awkward moment. But yeah, let me know what your favorite book in Exodus chapter let me know what your favorite chapter in Exodus was. Was it Exodus chapter one? Or was it Exodus chapter two? My honest favorite was Exodus 15 because they were worshiping God and praising him for saving them from the land of Egypt. My least favorite chapter was a chapter with the flies because I can just imagine how that plague went. I get annoyed by one fly. Just imagine hundreds and hundreds of flies all around you at all times. Anyway, that's another subject for another day. All right. I pray that you're blessed and God bless you.